just saying today the lay people were asking a lot of questions about karma old karma new karma karma giving its results you're just saying kind of going around in circles a bit when you start talking about karma often it's sort of never ending the, the doubts that come up There's probably no ghosts or consciousnesses hanging around, but it's just a good skillful practice to develop a good attitude if there were to be. Then one spreads meta whether they are or not and it's unlikely you know, some ghosts hanging around waiting to get you kind of thing. Just the right attitude. manifests in different ways it can just be obstacles as you're doing good and it's not so much there's a, some being there to get you it's just the <coughs> obstacles that come up generated by your karma so a very common one is say people come to the monastery and they want to practice meditation they go to the hall sit meditation and suddenly they get all these pains coming up knee pains and back pains and you know particular kinds of aches and pains coming up as soon as they stop meditating those pains go if they're not meditating they don't have that pain but as soon as they sit down to meditate do good practice mindfulness the pain comes a very common experience you call that Jalgam Naiweng this word which means calming debtors but you know it's it's not necessarily the being there it's just it's just karma that comes up when we start practicing then obviously our experience is affected by both the past and the current karma that we're making so there's past good and bad karma we've made which is giving its results uh, which we're experiencing those results coming up but then you're making fresh karma from moment to moment as well and so these two aspects are going, going hand in hand all the time yeah of course uh, to prioritize what you're doing the things you're learning and what to come into the monastery and what you spend your time doing and so on you know, that, that's something you'll naturally do and when you begin as an anagarika you know, you're not going to necessarily have the same priorities when you're a Majjima monk or a Tera. You come into the monastery, your main priority is first to learn um, the basic monastic discipline, so to keep your precepts, that's your number one priority. To learn the form, the monastic form, the etiquette, the follow the routine, see what you can do to help in the monastery to serve the Sangha, learn the chanting, the most basic chants, say morning, evening chants and so on. But as you progress, say in your Nawaka years as a monk, well those priorities will start to change a bit because maybe you've, um, you've learned a lot of that basic thing, you know what you're supposed to do, you know uh, the basic chants, you know the basic monastic routine, the forms, the practices, so you might be slightly changing priorities, you're learning Patimoka for instance, uh, you're learning other chants and things 
but obviously at the same time, you know, all this hand in hand with that, you're also practicing meditation. So you're from day one through however long you live in the monastery you're always developing mindfulness developing your, your practice of meditation but you might say well in the beginning it wouldn't be un, uh, it wouldn't be unusual to, to say well I'm practicing mindfulness and meditation as well but you don't necessarily expect to be because you're not yet experienced in it to be sort of full on with that because you're also learning these other things that you have to learn the monastic form the precepts chanting those things uh, but as you progress say to the end of your Nawaka years then it might not be uh, unusual to, to see your priorities slightly change and you're putting more effort into your meditation because you've learned a lot of other aspects of your life uh, you know the discipline you know the chants you know the routines and the practices of a monk um, you might and your skill in meditation is starting to improve your experience, your wisdom, so then maybe you find as you spend more years as a monk you maybe put forward more effort you know, more hours, more effort into sitting, walking meditation um, and that's, that's a general sort of description that those priorities might change slightly through time and if you look at your practice over time as you stay in the monastery, well it's not uh, unexpected that you, know, you have periods where it seems the mind becomes gathers together in samadhi and mindfulness is good and sustained uh, and then you have periods where it's not like that you have ups and downs in your meditation and there'll be times where all your uh, the peace of your samadhi seems to have drained away and gone and you're kind of back to square one and the mind starts proliferating a lot thinking a lot about many different things, distracted, different moods coming up. Uh, this is not to be un this is not unexpected, but so you might say in terms of priorities, you're just adjusting to that fact that your practice is not yet even or sustained, you know, your ability, your experience in meditation to maintain states of calm, uh, to develop insights is a bit uneven. So you have to learn how to adjust and see what needs to be done so in say the period when your mind is not so peaceful and you start to think a lot you know over you might have many days where the mind is just caught into lots of proliferation and agitated thinking well you have to turn to do a lot of contemplation at that time find what helps you to uh, rein in the proliferating mind and reflecting on 